Welcome to the Hope Talks podcast with Grayson Willis and Pastor Margaret Michael, where you'll hear inspiring stories that are filled with hope and good news in Jesus Christ. You can find our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and TuneIn. You can also listen to episodes on our church YouTube channel. Thanks so much for listening. Welcome to today's broadcast of Hope Talks. I'm Grayson Willis. Thanks for tuning in. And I'm Pastor Margaret Michael. Today we're joined by Angela Cole. Angela, how are you today? I'm great. Thanks for having me, Grayson. Uh, it's good to have you. And Angela, feels so weird to say this, former director of Kids Harbor, <gasps> oh. but I don't know how else to introduce you, but I'm just going to start with that. And uh, God has some new things for Angela, which we'll get into today, but you could just start out telling us your favorite ice cream. Usually we like to ask Oh, that. raspberry chocolate chip is my absolute favorite. Really? It is. I love it. Where do you find raspberry chocolate chip? The best is Kroger Select. I'm not what? kidding. What? It is That's absolutely the best. You have to get it at Kroger. Kroger Select. My well, mother, my sweet mother-in-law turned me on to that. I mean, but all ice cream is good. Coffee, coffee ice like cream. It. it has a little crunch in it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Ask Grayson what he likes. What's your favorite? Vanilla, I think. Vanilla. I think I know the answer to this. Grayson <laughs> likes vanilla. <laughs> yeah. That's good. I love it. You know, it takes all kinds. And it does. We, it does. Somebody has to keep the vanilla ice cream eaten. That's right. You know, which all ice creams probably have vanilla in them. But. I just want to get Grayson to try something new. Maybe I'll bring Grayson some raspberry chocolate chip and we'll try it together. It has chocolate in it, so you might get him. Yeah, as long as uh, you're not worried about what kind of face you might get. (laughs) (laughs) We were talking before we started recording about, you know, how many times you've been in. and We've lost count, but we know we've had you in at least twice. We know that we've had you in to do your testimony a few years. Who knows what year it was exactly. And we've had you in to talk about Kids Harbor probably multiple times, but at least once. Yeah, in a recent year. Yeah, right. right. Um, right. So, well, it's good to have you here today. And. I always think it's interesting. I want to hear all the up-to-date stuff, but I love the progression. Right. So um, just tell us a little bit about where you're from and how you grew up. Okay. Awesome. I'm sure everybody's wondering. I always say this because of this accent that I couldn't be from here. So I actually grew up in Dublin, Virginia, which is Southwest Virginia, and then deepened the accent by going to college in Tennessee and staying there and working for a while. So I grew up in Dublin. My parents um, were divorced when I was young, and so I had a stepmom and a half-sister, and and the Lord just um, uses that part of the journey to create and make us who we are and our dependence on Him, and then ended up going to college in Tennessee, um, met Mike, and um, we ended up back here. Um, Life Care Center of Newmarket brought us back here. Um, I was a nursing home administrator. Life Care Center of Newmarket was the only facility in Virginia that Life Care Centers owned, and they knew I was from Virginia, and so that worked out, and was there for four years, started going to church here, and uh, Mike and I did, and ended up working here after that, um, worked at Life Care Center of Newmarket, then became the director of Kids Harbor, and through that journey, we've had three kids, um, one who's 15, one who is 13, and one who will be two Next week. Sweet Ivy. Sweet Ivy, yes. <laughs> Our sweet surprise. Um, my hashtag for that has become only God. Only God can write those stories. And 
it's so true. And sometimes we wonder now, what would life be like without her? Oh, my goodness. It's unbelievable. And she's been such a joy to our family and um, our journey and our teenagers, actually. And she was born during COVID and just has brought um, an element of joy and appreciation to what miracle means. We were at um, East Rock was for the Good Friday service. Yes. And Ivy has a really good friend named Cleo. She sure does. <laughs> and those kids have a video of those two holding hands and running up and down the aisles uh-huh. of that church. And it was just amazing. And just standing there thinking that God knew that Cleo would need a friend. You know, right. like just well, to see those two little under two-year-old develop a they really do love each other they really have a relationship and even this week during their transition in preschool um they went to their next class and to look forward to see cleo has helped ivy and i just love that you know just and gwenna has my daughter gwenna who's 15 has friends that she developed at cleo and ivy's age that are still her friends today and through kids harbor and we're still friends with their families and it's just really, I just love what God does with connections, even so young. Yeah, yeah, it's been amazing. Like Ivy, there's a picture of Ivy on our refrigerator, and she points her out. And there for a while, it was the last thing she said before she went to bed every night. <laughs> <laughs> Ivy, Ivy. We pray for Cleo every night, too. Yeah. Yeah, and all the friends. It's good. It's Sweet. Neat. It's just, in the moments, you go, what is happening mm-hmm. when you find out you're pregnant, right? Oh, yeah. And oh, then yeah. you go, wow, like this is really cool. So no, anyway, it's, really it's blessed our family yes. tremendously. I love it, too. I yeah. love it, too. Yeah. So in all of this, there's been another big moment in your life, a hard moment. Your mom passed yeah. since we talked, too. Yeah. So, you know, to back up a little bit, I realize um, I thought some changes would come earlier than they did. Mm-hmm. Um, the Lord had placed a tug on my heart that was just developing and developing and continued and but there was no change and I couldn't I didn't quite understand that and that was a season of waiting and um but I see through um I think if we choose to just ask God to let us see it through his way and through his eyes and through his filter I see now that COVID happened I was going to have a baby that I didn't know I was going to have I actually had talked to Adrian about transition and possibility on Thursday and found out I was pregnant on Saturday following that 15 weeks pregnant and had no idea um, and it's just, you just think, oh my goodness, Lord, you are funny. How you put the pause in our life. So, and then, you know, COVID was happening and I knew I was supposed to lead and be with this team through COVID at mm-hmm. Kids Harbor. I knew that. Um, there was no release there, but it was my heart's desire to, to journey with this team, my family, my, you know, the team through COVID. And then my mom had two strokes. Um, and, I know that God allowed just because of his grace and mercy for me to be able to partner and be able to have the support of still being part of this ministry and being part of Kids Harbor while I journeyed through that and moving her here and finding care for her and just all of that, the flexibility that was needed, the support that was needed. And also God knew that the journey would change for me and I would make a decision to go and he was helping me deepen the leadership and deepen the um, team downstairs and Mm -hmm. through some of those things, through a child being born, through needing time off with my mom, they had that absence and we were able to develop it even farther. And that, that's just God. That's just God and his provenient grace. Absolutely. Uh, 
it is amazing again to to stop and look back and realize in the waiting there's so much that's happening oh and in the midst i mean he's protecting and when we're seeking him like i so desperately was in my own humanness i was ready i wanted to do the thing i wanted to do that next thing but when we seek and we trust and we pause in him he's got the best plan yeah he's got the best plan he does even if it doesn't seem to make sense um he holds it all together he does he does and it's beautiful so just thinking about that transition and coming out of COVID and like, what was that like to finally come to that point where you say, hey, I am, I'm going to do this. Oh, it was. Did you have perfect peace? What did that look you like? You know, I actually did. Um, I'm, <laughs> I might not have it today as I'm trying to do all the things. I re- I mean, I trust him, but I did. I knew the release was there. Yeah. And it's so the truth is, is that Mike had to be on board. My husband had to be on board. Absolutely. And um, I could not make that move. And God was just pulling things together and providing in ways I never imagined. Resources from play. I mean, just in ways that we only got. Again, only God. Mm-hmm. Mike came to me and he said, I think it's time. I mean, we had just, we had conversation after conversation after conversation. And I had to learn contentment. I had to learn that I wanted to continue to serve well at Kids Harbor. I wanted to do it well. I didn't want to be checked out. I wanted to do it well. Right. And then I wanted to be content in the Lord's plan. Um, I had some beautiful opportunity to start my own, co- like coaching with someone else. I had my own coach, and that started. And then I got opportunity to take some certifications, and all of that happened, and it was just flowing into place. And then one day Mike said, babe, I think it's time. And I was like, okay, can I can I do this tomorrow? I mean, I was so ready. I had just prepared and I was so ready. And, you know, I had to trust God in the insurance piece. And, you know, those are things like if you're out there and you're thinking, I want to do this, but I mean, I had to just keep going back to God. And sometimes you might not think, Hey, I've got to ask God for help with insurance provision. I've got to figure out what to do with things that are going on with our kids. And he cares about all of that. And I just kept taking it back to him and taking it back to him and it's falling into place and it's falling. I mean, and this has been, I'm talking five years, at least five years that I've been praying about and feeling this twinge of, okay, God, there's something else. And being able to have the blessing of working with other directors and fulfilling that, like starting that process, mm-hmm. training, getting to go to Moldova and train, you know, for after school purposes and different things. God allowed me to start doing that. So um, I think you asked me if there's anxiety and I just went off on a rabbit trail, but um I had perfect peace. I had perfect peace that it was time to just do it. Yeah. And then after you did it. Yeah. I had peace and I had a lot of peace. And now, to be honest with you, I'm being really challenged because I'm writing proposals and I'm writing contracts and I'm trying to work on a website, which God provided beautiful help. But I'm doing the things like if I could just have relationships with people and do the training and do the coaching and consulting, please, Lord. But I'm finding that, you know, in today's world, there's social media responsibilities, there's website responsibilities, there's all of these things, which challenge me deeply. And yesterday was one of those days. I mean, I, everything I touch, Mike says, if I touch a computer, I break it. But everything I touch, everything, I was like, why is this so hard? And the Lord was like, okay. And one thing that I stand on, that I just completely stand on is God has always, always from early age, Placed me in places where I had to be fully dependent on him. As a child, leading a nursing facility, a nursing home at a very young age, I mean, that was only God. Coming here, leading a child care center for 17 years, I mean, deep dependence. Mm -hmm. 
And now I'm, he's got me in another place of just deep dependence. It's amazing how he continues. You look back over your life, you see this thread. Um, if you pull it, it's dependence for you. It is. It's you just know, deep. And, yeah. And it, So what would you say to someone? I want to hear all about what you're doing. Don't want to oh, uh, no, miss that. But I do want to ask a question for those that are listening that maybe are feeling that twinge, as you said, mm-hmm. that it's time to do something different. But they don't have a spouse that's on board. Um, they don't see you know their way out of where they are what would you say to them today i would first say go to god just to take it to god now i'm a journaler a lot of people don't journal but i am and so whatever your avenue just seek him in that write it down give those desires of your heart to the lord and then wait and the other thing i would say is ask god for opportunities where you are i so i mean my greatest desire my greatest desire is to pour into women Um, and share what life can be in Christ. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't mean I have it figured out. It means I'm on the journey, and I have been dependent on Him, and I know the result of dependence in Christ. And I just want to share that. I I mean, I have vision of, I've had it for a very long time, of just conferences where I can draw folks in and just really pour into them. And, you know, we need that. And then finding ways to walk with women in that day-to-day. But God gave me that. You know, even when it didn't look like what I thought it would, God showed me that's what it looked like in the hallway of Kids Harbor every day. Absolutely. I had the, I mean, and I had to choose to see the opportunity. So asking God for those opportunities, okay, Lord, this is the desire of my heart. It doesn't look like what I want it to, but what do I do with this in the midst? What do I do with this in my now? Yeah. And he gave it. He gave it. And I mean, of course, I've been poured into tremendously, but I mean, getting to walk with college students, getting to walk with moms, getting to walk with the team at Kids Harbor, that's been my joy. Yeah. It really, the words that keep coming to my mind is as we're trusting God for what we believe could be our future, we have to bloom where we're planted. That's right. That's right. And I mean, the staff at Kids Harbor would laugh that you said that because. I talk about growth and blooming all the time. Mm-hmm. I feel like it has to be. I feel like we have to have a mindset of growth and willingness. And I, I mean, I believe that starts with growth in Christ. Mm-hmm. But if we're not willing to examine and to grow. It's easy to look around us and see the things that feel like are holding us back. Oh, yeah. But sometimes I believe that God is preparing us to move forward and we're not ready yet. Absolutely. We are our we are what holds us back. If we would, and I say this for myself, like, you know, I look at things sometimes and go, well, Lord, I guess I'm not where I need to be yet because you haven't opened that, <laughs> right? Right. Or I think I can't sometimes. I about, well, that person, oh, yeah. you know, if it, if it, if it was, if that was different, you know, but I it know. does. Well, and so often there have been times I've thought, how am I going to help other leaders when I'm struggling with this? And God reminds me, you're going through the struggle so you can help. You're going yeah. through the struggle so you can It'll help. be a part of your testimony. It will be. And I just think sometimes I, I think, God, I, have you ever prayed the prayer? I already trust you. Why, do, why Lord? Why do we got to keep growing in this area? But, you know, we've first of all, because he loves us and he doesn't right. quit. He doesn't quit on us. And the other thing is, is because we get to share. I mean, yeah, it's beautiful. And, you know, we have uh, Ephesians 3. I just love Ephesians 3. But the fact that in Ephesians 3, it talks about God has things planned for us that we've never thought or imagined. Yes. And we're looking at our future through our eyes and thinking it's God's plan. Oh, I know. And I keep praying. You know, my prayer lately has been, let my heart's desire align with your will. Yeah. Because I can think of all kinds of things to do. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know. I Can't mean, we know. 
But He created us. He created us. He has created the journey and allowed us. And so the prayer is, now what in you? You know, now yeah. what in you? And so back to a question that you asked me like 10 minutes ago, I think. Um, is there anxiety? Yes, there is anxiety. But I think what that brings is just more dependence. Yeah. It just brings more dependence. Like when I am trying to, y'all are all going to laugh when you look at my Instagram post, when it takes me an hour to develop an Instagram post that looks decent. And I'm like, ugh, it just draws us back. And he cares about all of it. He cares about all of it. He does. He does, and it's an, an area of growth for you that yeah. you don't see many Instagram posts from me because it takes me an hour. Mm-hmm. You know, it's right. just a, if I could just call somebody and tell them what I'm thinking, or just have coffee with them. Can we just have coffee with all the people? Yeah, that's what I want. Me too. <laughs> me too. Let's do it. Yeah. Uh, Angela, some of the things that stuck out to me as you were talking was first of all, you know, wherever you're at, making the most of that you know even if in the waiting like the bible like they tell the israelites you know plant gardens raise families like do all these things like i have you here now don't you know look so far ahead that you miss the present so that's an important absolutely being present in the present and also you were talking about how you trust god but you still have the struggles well he's taking us deeper and a lot of times we're like oh no like the more we trust him we know the more he'll entrust us with whether it be struggles or suffering or you know hard times and i believe you made a statement about you know being in a place where you had to trust him and i'm sure that's a scary spot but a good spot because of who he is and we know he can be trusted. I think we have to be willing, Grayson, to see that it's good, to see that it's good. Sure, there's plenty of things that have happened that I think, oh, I wish that wouldn't have happened. But it's deepened us and it's deepened my faith. I have been cleaning out, of course, in transition, you clean out all the things. And I found the neatest thing. I found a testimony that I had written the year I started here at Kids Harbor. And to see, like you said, Pastor Margaret, the thread, the thread of deep dependence, waiting, deep dependence, and being put like I through Kids Harbor, I would have never thought I would have done this. And I never would have thought I did it, would have done it for 17 years. Mm. Never. But the journey continued, just like we've talked about, the journey from having to trust him at Life Care Center of Newmarket and developing and being done, you know, knowing, okay, it's time to move on. He had that whisper over me. And then the trust that I've had to have in these years at Kids Harbor, the deep Mm. dependence and trust. And that deepening, it just continues. But willing to see that those opportunities, even though they don't always feel good, are good in Him. They're good in Him. And now we get to just share more. And it's so, you know what, at age 46, He's not done. He's not done. And He just continues the good work. And it's not easy, but it's good. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about maybe how this transition started by even backing up to learning more about yourself. Yeah. um, So... Through the journey of leadership and wanting to partner with others and starting having my own coach, um, the Enneagram came up often. The Enneagram came up often. And um, it was one of those things where you're like, oh, that's interesting, or oh, I see a post about it, or whatever. And But it just kept popping up. And so I explored it a little more, and I started looking into it to just help our own leadership team at Kids Harbor. There wasn't any kind of glaring, horrible problem. It was just, how do we continue to do this better? And so as a team, we did it. And the, oh my goodness, the deepening of understanding and the way that it helped us um, lead together better was beautiful. And then my own coach, my own business coach, 
challenged me to take it. And then it just started going from there. And I saw a certification and I did the certification um, through um, your Enneagram coach. Mm-hmm. And it's through the lens of the gospel. And there's been concerns. I know people are like, is the Enneagram, yeah. is the Enneagram you know, bad? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, is it something that's not spiritually um, focused in Christ? And I took it through the lens of the gospel. And I assure you, there's been tons of prayer. I've prayed over it. I've researched and you know, you can make anything good or bad or bad. And I, what I've learned is that it's how you focus on it. And we know that the Enneagram is a tool and God is our true transformer. Amen. And it just helps us to truly examine ourselves. I'm an Enneagram too. I remember the first time I read that, I thought, Ugh. <laughs> yuck, don't tell anybody. Don't let anybody read this. But it's so beautiful because I have I can look at that and see how God has transformed me mm-hmm. and is continuing to transform me. And, I mean, looking back at the childhood messages and all of the things I'm learning, and I just think using tools like that help us understand ourselves and understand the folks around us, mm. help our communication and our leadership, our relationships, if we're willing. If we're willing. I remember when I worked here with you, we did strengths. Give me the strengths finder. Strength finder, yes. That has been powerful to me. Powerful. And I literally thought about it yesterday because I was praying, God, don't let me do anything that is not going to be impactful. Don't let me do this just to do it. Right. And one of my strengths is belief. And yeah. that's what it talks about. And um, seeing that um, developer and all of the things. And it's those are tools that God's given us yeah. to help us with our journey. And I think for leaders, for individuals, for families, again, I go back to that willing mindset if we're yeah. willing and if we're seeking. Yeah. So, yeah, that's good. Um, I remember I sent you a text after you I found out you were going to resign. Do you remember that? <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> so I'm a seven. You know, we don't yeah. want to feel pain. I was going to say. Um, we want the adventure. <laughs> So I think I sent you a funny meme about that. Uh, yeah. it, it it really has, that has transformed us as a family, as a team here. Um, it's been very transformative. And, you know, I, I just believe that in the world that we live in, um, there's so much focus on so many things these days that are not positive. And I yes. think we, we lose ourselves in the midst of it. Absolutely. And to have someone who's willing to sit with us and go, but wait, in the midst of where we're at in this world, God has actually fearfully and you. wonderfully Fear- made us. Yes, for such a time as this. Absolutely. Like he could have placed us in anywhere anywhere in the timeline yeah. between, you know, the beginning and heaven. And he put us here yeah. for such a time as this. And that gives me some, uh, I don't know, it makes me want to be really intentional Amen. with what Amen. I'm doing. Amen. But also making sure that we are helping other people realize that they were created with purpose. With purpose and with intentionality and that God had a plan for them. And it's not, you know, to use the Enneagram, it's not like, oh, you're an eight, you're a nine, you're you're not a number. It's not about that. It's about God deeply created you for your purpose and your plan. And I think knowing that, I think being intentional and knowing that, I mean, I wish someone would have given it to me when I was a young very young married person. Mm. It would have saved Mike and I a lot of struggle. Same. <laughs> it would have saved us to understand that how a two and an eight and what all that means could, you know, have avoided a lot of need. And then knowing that 
my full satisfaction and my full need is satisfied in Christ. And, um, yeah, and also just knowing that we can be healthy in it. Oh, yeah. We can be healthy. And there is plenty of blind sides and an unhealthy way to live in your personality. But how do we want to do that? And it's deciding that we want to dive in, that we want to know, that we want to walk it out, and we want to be better for the people around us and help them grow. And in knowing ourselves, it makes us realize we need to know Christ. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he becomes, a, he has to, it, it all it all centers around him. It's, yeah, it, t- it takes us back. I think realizing, <clears throat> like I said, when I read the two, like, oh, well, if that's going to be it, I am desperate for you. There you go, back right back to, I'm dependent on you to not carry this life out in an unhealthy way. Yeah. And that's only through you, Lord. That's yeah. only through you. Yeah. yeah, so true, so true. Yeah, I'm seven married to an eight it's a real interesting wow. it's a real interesting dynamic. have you read becoming you have not that's the any um your enneagram um marriage book that they put out mm-hmm. yeah that'd be good yeah we kind of we um i actually say things that most people think i'm sure you right? do <laughs> <laughs> a seven and eight relationship oh, yeah it's hilarious My four children anyway um i love it but we're always pretty clear where we're at yeah but yeah. that's healthy most of the time <laughs> <laughs> No, it's been really good. It's been eye-opening. Well, and my husband, my husband Mike, is an eight, and he's like, there is never anything kind said about an eight. And I said, yes, there is. You just have to look at the healthy parts. He's like, I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> so we have to work on that. Those poor eights. If you're an eight, there's beautiful things about there you. Are, Don't doubt it. My husband is an eight, and he is he's my rescuer. Oh, yes. He is my rescuer. Like, I can get myself in all kinds of fixes. And I remember this whole podcast is not about me. It's about you and your story. I want to hear. But just the story of an eight. We were in the Duratio. I was in West Virginia. And the road was blocked across 33 West Mountain. And my kids were at Fox's Pizza. I'm in Fort Cyber. (gasps) The trees are down everywhere. And the lovely Fort Cyber owners actually got our kids back. They had went to the the drive-in movie theater. Anyway, he was able to cut trees and get them back mm-hmm. to the camp. And we were sitting there, and I said, you know, it won't be long till Steve Michael arrives. And they're like, he can't. The mountain's closed. I said, not if he's on one side, then we're on the other. Right. Oh, absolutely. And within about two hours, he was there. Yeah. Him and Dennis Wanger <laughs> cut their way. Oh, it was mercy. crazy. But, you know, he That's was, a podcast in itself. He was, Please do that Yes. <laughs> my knight in shining armor that night. Um, but, yeah, they were so passionate and such protectors absolutely and i will tell you that he is my biggest cheerleader yeah you know he doesn't do it with all the emotion that i do it with right but it's there yeah it's there yeah and hearing all this it helps us understand how god created us absolutely you know we're each uniquely and specially made Mm -hmm. and so angela anything else you want to say about this venture the lord has you on and how people can get in contact with you if they want to hear more absolutely so just stepping out in faith, um, Angela Cole Development has been launched. I will tell you that my coach said, your name has to be in it. And I'm like, can I just call it like, praise Jesus? I don't know. <laughs> like, I can't do this without you. And she's like, people have to be able to find you, Angela. I was like, okay. Um, so Angela Cole Development has been launched. Um, my website in, is still in development. But you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and um, my Email is Angela at AngelaColeDevelopment.com. But what am I doing? I am right now offering Enneagram coaching to individuals. 
and then offering it also to leaders for coaching and teams. But not just that, other leadership coaching and training um, is being offered. Um, I have packages that can be offered. And then also just wanting to make sure that I am pouring in right where God wants me. And the question has been, is it only childcare? No, it's not only childcare. I passionately want to see childcare programs develop and develop their culture and have quality care. Um, And that's part of what I'm doing. But also just individuals, leaders, and teams that need that development um, and need support and want to see and go beyond where they are. Often environments are toxic, and we don't know why. And I think often it's because we're not willing to know ourselves and what each person brings. And I think just breaking that down and pouring in is a beautiful opportunity. So, yeah, coaching, consulting, training. I'm just going to pray for you, Angela, in closing. Thank you for joining us today. It's been great to have you. Thank you, Grayson. Lord, uh, we uh, come before you today, and uh, we just pray for Angela and her family as she steps out in faith and does uh, what you've called her to do for such a time as this, Lord. And uh, we just uh, pray a blessing over her and her husband, Mike, and their kids, Gwenna and Eli and Ivy, Lord. We uh, pray also for Kids Harbor and their next step. Yes, Lord. uh, Just just lift all this up to you, Lord. And we pray for those that have heard today's broadcast and pray that they've uh, found hope and encouragement. The good news that Angela has shared with us, Lord, uh, what uh, you're doing through her, Lord, and how you're using her. And we thank you for her life. And we ask all this in your name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to today's broadcast of Hope Talks. We pray that as you've heard us talk with Angela Cole today, we pray that today's broadcast has been a half hour of hope for your life. May God bless. Hope Talks is sponsored by Church of the Nazarene Harrisonburg in partnership with Sunshine Ministries. Thanks for listening to today's episode of Hope Talks. If you're enjoying this podcast, please subscribe for all the updates and latest episodes. Also, if you're in the Harrisonburg or Rockingham County area, we invite you to listen on the radio each Sunday at noon on 1470 AM or 102.1 FM WBTX.